The smell of fermented fish sauce in my coffee. I regret that. Captain Trin! It's pronounced Jin. And what is it? The recording is about to play. Ah, something nice to distract from the nasty taste in my mouth. Oh, fermented fish in your coffee again? It's an acquired taste that I have not acquired. Right. Go and play the conversation between Tree and Charmaine. Aye, aye, Captain Trin. It's Trin. I think it's time for you to take one of them Vietnamese Sea Roots classes at the Seed Project. Not a bad idea, sir. I never have bad ideas, Nick. Now, play the recording. Says the man who puts fermented fish sauce in his coffee. Come on, Nick, play the recording. Good afternoon, Jam Bang. This is Trevo, cultural organizer with The Seat Project. Lovely to hear from you today. Thank you for listening. You are all the best. Today, we're doing a little conversation or an interview where a colleague of mine who will introduce themselves in a moment will ask me some questions. As part of a program that we're launching, we need your input to help us build this program to be the best it can be. For the record, the two characters that you heard at the top of the podcast, Captain Jin and Nick, are two characters that may show up in both podcast form and as part of an illustrated comic series on Seed's social media page. So keep both an eye and an ear out for that. Hi everyone, my name is Charmaine. I am AIDS lead visual designer here with Trevo. I am here to interview Tree to help preface what future conversations can look like with folks who are interested in being Brave Harbor's map makers. And quickly for our audience, uh, audiences, uh, I, Trevo, use he ask pronouns. And Charmaine over here uses they, them pronouns. And for the ethnic folks being Vietnamese, I you can use an for me if you're younger than me, am all that you're free to share if you want to yeah and if you're filipino uh, bonus points if you use sha pronouns very c uh southeast asian cool so the description we have so far for brave harbors is that this project aims to equip southeast asians namely our target for ethnic groups Hmong, Khmer, or cambodian lao and vietnamese peoples and this includes ethnic minorities within these lands and countries with knowledge and understanding of their histories and current situations to address present and future social issues that affect their communities we envision an informed, empowered, and unified Southeast Asian community so that they may bravely reimagine systems into ones that sustain them. And the reason why we're using the term Brave Harbors or where it comes from is that the term Brave Harbors honors the tough and often brave decisions made at the harbor, the edge between land and sea, signifying the tensions between the familiar versus the vast unknown, stable versus fluctuating, stillness versus motion, the conceivable and the understood versus the unexplored possibilities. So that's our working definition of what this project is, what we aspire to with this project. If you'd like more clarity around any of the things that we talked about, we'll have information up on our social media and other public profiles for you to get a better understanding of what Brave Harbors is about and how you can get the most value out of this campaign. Any other questions, please feel free to email me at tri, T-R-I, at theseedproject.org, which you can find in the show notes of this podcast. 
and I'd be happy to answer questions. With all that said, I'd like to move on to the demo of our survey, which you can find more about in the show notes below, where we're gathering input for Brave Harbor so that we can make it the best that we can, so it can provide the most value for Seed's community. You can find these questions in the linked form in the show notes, where you can either complete the form online through the Google Form page, or you can book a time with me via my Calendly scheduler, and we can talk through the questions out loud, just like the way Charmaine is going to ask me the questions now. And you can share more about your feelings, thoughts, and in-depth impressions about each question. Hey folks, thank you for visiting our survey. Just know that this survey has gone through so, 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 so much editing, revisions, and it's kind of turned into this Frankenstein sort of deal. It's not a monster. It's a Frankenstein baby. We love it. We care for it. And I hope that shows on your end. <laughs> when I say Frankenstein, I mean that we've recorded so many parts um, in different contexts, different times, different equipments. So just bear that in mind as you may hear some audio differences in quality, things like that. We thank you for your patience and we thank you even more for having the interest and, and for giving us your very valued time as we try to reimagine our systems and hopefully our sound systems in the future as well. Thank you so much for listening to our little overview of the Brave Harbor's map making survey questions. I think it's time to move on to the survey itself. For our listeners to know, there is a large mix of both required and optional questions. You are not required to answer every question and prompt that we are about to share on this podcast episode. All right, Charmaine, let's give it a go. Ahoy, fellow Southeast Asian map makers. The Seed Project is building up towards a new project called Brave Harbors. We want to be in community with other Hmong, Khmer, Lao, and Viet peoples who want to apply their cultural knowledges to do positive solidarity work. These are the people who we will call our map makers. This survey is the beginning of ongoing work to better understand what motivates our community members and leaders to care and act on the issues that impact them. Our goals are to strengthen the framing of and tools available to Southeast Asian origin peoples needed to build up a world from our hopes and imagination. We want these tools to equip our communities to do the work of making cultural heritage preservation and celebration more accessible to many generations, in addition to applying well-informed and robust collective action to address the systems that have made such cultural work an uphill battle. This is what being a mapmaker is all about. Yes, I think Brave Harbors will be the Seed Project's attempt at facilitating space where our audiences can learn, determine, and figure out what tools are actually useful to them and what tools maybe need reframing in order to be useful for us. There are a lot of things that we think might be useful for us in addressing the issues that impact our communities and ourselves. But maybe if we take a moment to look again, there might be a better way to use the tools that are available to us and maybe not available to us right now. Hence the term map maker or map making, where we are trying to figure out where we came from so that we can know where we're going in relationship to where we came from and then make sure that the tools we use to chart those new paths that lead us to new places are actually serving our needs rather than seeming like they're serving our needs, but maybe they are actually keeping us from the things that we need to grow, survive, and thrive as ourselves, as individuals, and as part of larger groups and populations. Please feel encouraged to submit a response if you identify as Southeast Asian, though do not belong to our focused communities of Hmong, Khmer, Lao, and Viet groups. Your input will help the seed project in mapping out our bigger picture work over time. The next section is about our relationship to Southeast Asia as diaspora. The first question is required. What does Southeast Asia or being of Southeast Asian origin mean to you? 
Feel free to share one to three words or phrases or open-ended thoughts. Share as little or as much as you'd like. Feel encouraged to specify a documented or personal definition of Southeast Asia. Seed recognizes that there is more than one documented use of the term Southeast Asia, whether used in an informal or formal context. So for listeners, the Seed Project does, as Charmaine said, refer to Southeast Asia as particular regions and the peoples who live in this region due to certain histories. And so you are allowed to veer from that if you'd like and specify that when you mean Southeast Asia, you mean these different regions altogether or this region separate from the one that Seed speaks to. Because we recognize that there's also, in addition to mainland Southeast Asia, maritime Southeast Asia, which includes countries and peoples from the Philippines, Indonesia, Malaysia, East Timor, Brunei, Borneo, and many others. And you're allowed to specify that you'll include those regions of Southeast Asia in your answer. You don't have to think too hard about the words or phrases. My two or three words or phrases are 21st century, unfixed, unfixed as in unfixed histories, mystery. Sounds mysterious. Very mysterious. The next question is required. What does diaspora mean to you? Feel free to share one to three words or phrases or open-ended thoughts. Share as little or as much as you'd like. Feel encouraged to specify a documented or personal definition of diaspora, immigrant, refugee, or related words. Seed recognizes that there is more than one use of each of these terms, whether used in an informal or formal context. Thank you. Yes, a lot of rich definitions that are not fixed to one idea or perspective of what diaspora, immigrant, or refugee are. There may be legal definitions for what these terms might mean, though for our purposes, we'd like to hear from you. What do these terms mean? And for me, two or three words or phrases that come up for me include big change, more than one world, our gap to bridge. Those are the three words or phrases I would use to respond to this question. The next question is required, and there are two prompts that you can choose from. Please pick one to respond to. The first option is, what do you notice in your Southeast Asian origin community that is particularly concerning or worrisome? What concerns in your community are most top of mind for you? And what do you think could help improve them? Please note that Southeast Asian origin means your family lineage originated from a region based in Southeast Asia. And the second option is, imagine you have been given substantial funding to address between one to four issues that will impact people of your ethnicity or other Hmong, Khmer, Lao, or Viet peoples. Name and describe the issues that you think SEED can be a part of addressing, whether at an organizational advocacy or policy level. Some starting examples include housing justice, food access and apartheid, mental and spiritual wellness programs, language access, education policies, work and labor organizing, etc. This is a big question for a lot of us trying to figure out where do we even put our energy into so that we can uplift our communities. And so for folks who do have a policy-oriented way of thinking about addressing issues, we encourage you to think about this question prompt at a policy level. We want to keep this prompt also wide enough for people to just think, what are some topics that affect me and my family and my community directly, which I may not have policy language around? We hope that your response is rooted in things that you see in your community that could be addressed if you were given the resources and people power to do so. One thing that I'd love to do is to have a worker center, a center for people who have families, friends, and community members who are struggling at work or just want to build power as people who need to make a living in order to feed their own families, their selves, and their communities, and to put a roof over their head. And in our society, that does require us to give our working energy, our labor, some might say, in exchange for money. The ability to pay for the costs in our lives, such as housing, food, and so forth. In addition to a worker center of some kind, whether of Southeast Asians specifically or inclusive of Southeast Asians, I would put funding into housing research and how we can better get people to understand their rights as homeowners and renters so that there's less precarity around their ability to remain sheltered and to have dignified housing conditions. For now, I'll keep it to those two points so that we can move on. Thank you. This question is optional. 
Describe, if you can, what ways creative expression and arts in your life can help in the issues that you identified above. We're asking this question because The Seed Project is an arts-based organization uplifting Southeast Asian peoples through arts and expression. We believe that arts is a powerful tool to change people's minds and hearts about how we operate in society, how we relate to one another as peoples, and how we see the world through different lenses. I think that there are a lot of great artists who are of Southeast Asian origin in the U.S. and around the world. And I think in addition to that, everyone works. So everyone needs to do some kind of labor, some kind of work in order to get money, some means to pay off their costs of living. And so I think that affects artists, especially since for artists, it's not always clear what kind of work we need to put out in order to pay our own bills. So I would love for artists to tap into that relationship to work and explore how the community members that they love dearly are affected by their working conditions and, and how their relationship to work impacts many other parts of their lives. This goes the same for housing because everyone deserves to be housed in dignified housing conditions. Artists should channel that universality of needing to be sheltered into campaigns where they are seeking of different perspectives and living situations of peoples so that more and more people can be aware of what diversity of housing conditions people live in and the struggles that come with that. This question is optional. Mental health has been mentioned as a topic of concern expressed by SEED's community members. At the same time, we recognize that the term mental health may be a clinical English term that ends up being inaccessible to many Southeast Asian community members impacted by mental health struggles. What other words, ideas, and perspectives can we consider in order to make addressing mental health more personable and accessible? Select two to five options below that you observe showing up in your ethnic Southeast Asian family and communities as it may possibly pertain to mental health struggles. We are using a web page about mental health from mentalhealth.gov to guide this question. And so the reason why we're asking this question is because the challenges of mental health have been brought to SEED's attention as something that Southeast Asian communities are facing. It is certainly an umbrella term that covers many different topics and living conditions. We'd love to know more about how mental health struggles shows up in your social circles. A couple of the options include chronic gambling activities, which is certainly a topic that has affected many of our community seniors, chronic social isolation and loneliness, feelings of helplessness or hopelessness, inability to perform daily tasks, and unusual or intense lack of interest in hobbies or social activities, and many others. For me, a few topics that would come to mind for my social groups include feelings of helplessness or hopelessness, chronic social isolation and loneliness, insecurity around social life, financial worries or otherwise. And those might be the three that come to mind for me. For folks who may live among more older generations, other options may show up more. You can also add your own option in the other section. We would love to hear how you would respond to this prompt outside of the options that were listed. This next section is about engaging with SEED beyond Brave Harbors. These are highly encouraged and optional questions. Please respond to the questions that appeal to you. These questions are not exclusively meant to help with Brave Harbors. Input shared in response to these prompts below will help our staff at SEED better understand and improve over time the kinds of programming and outreach efforts that would help SEED provide the most value to our audiences. The first question is, what types of workshops and events engage or excite you that you would like to see at the SEED project? The input that you will share to these prompts will help us better understand how to reach our audiences better so that we are providing meaningful value to people through our outreach efforts. So I'm a bit of a nerd. I like my information. I like to know about things, history, places, people, all those things. So for me, I would love more content that deals with like, oh, here are the cool facts and like the, oh, wow, I never would have thought of that kind of content. And in addition to that, I like that to be packaged in a way that's fun and kind of new. So maybe like text updates that it's like, hey, 
This is about phrases that might help me order pho or something at a Vietnamese restaurant. Like, tôi muốn mua một tô pho. Again, I'm sure there are some Vietnamese listeners thinking, wow, he really needs some help. He, he would really benefit from those text messages. Or maybe not. I'm not sure. But I would love to get some more casual updates like that around my content that Seed gives out. Maybe some fun games that Seed could provide. A game night that's based on Southeast Asian games. Music, folklore, something like that. Um, low-key low ways for community members to come together and celebrate things in a happy, low-stakes way. We would love to hear your inventive and fun responses to this prompt. The next question goes, what resources and tools can SEED provide for you to engage in these topics? Examples include contact directory, community assets, skilled professionals, etc. I personally would love a contact directory. I know like there are things that people make like a directory that gets lost on the internet. There's a lot of energy around it at first, but then like too many bookmarks, we don't know where to save all our web links. So it might be hard to keep track of something like that. But the Seed Project might have on their website, a contact directory for Southeast Asian makers and movers, uh, artists, food makers, plumbers, electricians, legal professionals who can help us with the things that we need in our lives and allow us to support other Southeast Asians out there doing good work. In addition to a contact directory, some kind of database or little list somewhere on the Seed website that maps out different things like fun games or places that are Southeast Asian centric that we can visit, maybe even Southeast Asian vendors, and this could go into the contact directory, who can submit their shop and we can list it on our directory. Those will be my brief set of ideas that are part of a much bigger list of ideas that I have, that I have in my brain. The next question goes, what interactive formats do you use, whether for entertainment or to stay updated and be informed? Feel encouraged to use the examples below as a starting point to share more. There are examples of how you can respond to this question in the survey link. So for this question, we're asking folks to think about what kind of platforms, apps, and other interactive spaces that you are on throughout a regular week, such as social media or on your texting app, email newsletters, websites, and so forth. You can start there and then describe how Seed might be able to show up in that app or platform in a way that's providing entertainment or informative value to you on that app. One example response that's listed in this question is, I like to see TikTok videos about quote unquote survival phrases in Hmong language or dialects where Seed staff dramatizes a scenario and asks for Hmong speakers on TikTok to share a real of them responding to the TikTok video scenario. I'd also like to get occasional text updates about what events and cool things Seed is up to and what other cool Seed peoples are up to. I'm sure our audiences, including yourself, can think of a lot of ways that Seed can be providing lots of value for Southeast Asian people on all these different channels. So please get imaginative and help us share that value with more and more people. Add a song, artist, or album that hypes you up and a brief reason for why it hypes you up. Seed may use songs to create a Spotify playlist inclusive of responses. If you'd like to see your song featured, and if we end up having enough songs to create a Spotify playlist, keep an eye out, add your song, album, artist, and we'll let you know. Probably best to have a song if you'd like it to be added, because if it's an album, we will only pick one song from that album or artist. For me, my example is Worry, the album Worry by Jeff Rosenstock. Everybody I ever talk to ever will always know that I am in love with this album. This album got me through everything. Uh, to what extent I will explain what everything is here, I will not. What I wrote for this album was uh, this album has a lot of sadness, hope, and gritty underdog punk rock energy packed in a 37-minute runtime length. And I listened to this album back-to-back -back a lot. I don't ever get sick of the songs. If you're ever in a car with me and you want the real Trevo experience, I'll pop in the CD and we're going to listen to the whole album driving. You're going to hear me sing. That's my album. Yes, I can attest to this. I have firsthand experience receiving this Trevo car ride experience. Trevo car ride mini concert. In this last section, we ask for you to share a little bit about yourself. All individual responses in this section will be confidential and only shared amongst the Seed Project internal staff. These questions help Seed better understand who we're serving and what priorities and interests our audiences have. 
Please provide your email address if you'd like to keep up to date with SEED's upcoming work, programs, and events. Please provide your zip code. This question helps our org better understand who and where we're serving people. Thank you. Yes, audience members, we will be asking for zip codes just so it better helps us understand where in the U.S. you are doing the work that you're doing, what kind of things are impacting you based on your location, based on your zip code area, not your location location. And so for me, I'm just going to say that I live in Minnesota. I'm based in the metro, Minneapolis, St. Paul, Twin Cities, uh, and I share the zip code here. Please provide your age range. The survey will provide options for age ranges. Um, so there are a couple age ranges we have. This is a fairly straightforward set of demographic questions. And so for this question, I'll say 25 to 34 as a 27-year-old. How do you identify your gender? Yes. And so there are a couple of uh, options here. We understand that uh, there is a vast array of how people identify. For me, I will simply say male uh, for the purpose of this survey. What ethnic or racial groups would you describe yourself belonging to? Please specify your ethnicities and races if more than one apply. All right. We're getting a little, little deeper. This is still a basic census ethnicity question. So I can say Asian, I can say Vietnamese, but if you want to get more in depth, say you are an ethnic min minority or otherwise, you can say like for me, I'm part of the ethnic Kin majority in Vietnam, K-I-N-H. This is the ethnic group that's the most populous in the country of Vietnam. This question is optional. Do you identify as having a disability? If you feel comfortable, please share more details about your ability status or statuses below. Yeah, so I don't identify as having a disability. I haven't been diagnosed as differently abled, nor do I have any self-diagnoses. Either way, I do not. This question asks you to select as many words that reflect parts of your working life or living situations with the provided options. This question helps us better understand what day-to-day -day lives that SEED's audiences may lead and the challenges or capacity you may have around participating with SEED. So th this is a somewhat long list, but once you read it, you'll probably figure out the ones that apply to you. Some options include being a student at like an institution, like a high school, undergraduate, otherwise. Some questions about being a creative, whether you're a casual or professional one, about your relationship to your place of shelter, like as a renter or homeowner. Being a parent, caretaker, there are also a lot of options for, for your work status, such as are you an office worker or other kind of professional, a customer service worker who works in retail or food business owner, contractor, and then some questions about like, do you feel like you're living paycheck to paycheck? Do you feel like you're financially stable, but with the, meaning you have enough money, discretionary income to do fun things without worrying too much? Are you enrolled in government assistance like food stamps or SNAP? Um, and so I would probably check off that I am both a casual creative and a professional creative. And by professional in this case, we do include like you occasionally get gigs or occasional to routine gigs based on a certain art form that will count that as professional creative. I'm a renter. To an extent, I'm a caretaker for parts of my family. Not too much, but I'll check that off. So that's fine. I am an office professional at the Z Project, being a nonprofit worker. You know, there's the idea of the email class. I do some independent contracting through the, the arts gigs. So if you do professional creative, you might also click independent contractor or business owner. And I think I'm financially stable enough to do things on my own without worrying too much overall. If you have any questions about any of these life situations, please feel free to email me at tree at thezproject.org. That information will be in the show notes as well. In reference to the previous question, please share any helpful details or specifications about your work status or living situations. Yeah, I mostly explained a general overview of my work situations. I'd say we are asking for people's current living situations for simplicity's sake. You may have been one of these things at a certain stage of your life, or you might plan to be one of these in the future, such as a parent or caretaker or a certain kind of um, worker. But right now, this question applies to you currently. And this last question is optional. What hobbies or leisure activities do you engage in? Share a few brief examples. Yeah, for brevity's sake, I would say I listen to a lot of podcasts. 
I'm a very voracious podcast listener. I'm really into music. The genre I tell people that I'm really into is punk rock music. Big fan ever since Green Day and since then beyond just pop punk, not just pop punk, but pop punk school. Also other punk. I do puppetry here and there. I do performance arts. I'm not going to say I do puppetry in, like I know how to build puppets all that well, but I do performance arts that can include puppetry, improv theater, other kinds of performance arts here and there at a casual. And sometimes I get a gig here and there. Yeah, for, for now, I think that's good. That concludes the survey. Three, you have given me such awesome answers, such hopeful answers. I cannot wait to hear how our future map makers will answer these questions. I'm excited too, Charmaine. So I invite all you listening to be a map maker today and reach out to me, Trevo, at tree at the seedproject.org. That's seed as an S-E-A-D project.org. And let me know. I'd love to have a conversation with you. We'll go through these questions together, just like how Charmaine and I went through the questions today and much more. You can share me more about your life. You can tell me all about the concerts you've been to or the things that excite you. And we'd love to have all that information as part of our map making extravaganza process. Again, email tree at tree at the seed project.org. Look in the show notes of this podcast for more information. There will also be a link to the survey if you'd like to fill it out digitally. You have both options. And with that, Charmaine and I will see you on the seaside, I the seashore, the Brave Harbor seashore. What, what do you what do you call the ship horn sound? Okay, so the car horn sound is. But what's oh wait a foghorn? Is that what the, what they use in a ship? The foghorn. Oh, I guess it is a, sh- a, sh- a foghorn. All I really wanted to say was cue the ship foghorns. Whoa, 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 whoa. I don't know what foghorns sound like. That's my, <laughs> it's like a whale, like very deep. Whoa, 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 whoa. Thank you so much for listening to the Seed Project Podcast. This has been Trevo, and I'll see you on the seashore.